0: Okay, so we have coming up a very important day, as I'm sure many of you are aware of, and um, that is Shivassa Batamus. Shivasa Batamus is a very, very important day in Klaliyos history. Uh, we'll talk perhaps more about the history uh, a little bit of a different time. But what I want to discuss today is the Inyanim of Tainus. Right, we know that BeEzras Hashem on uh, Thursday is Shiva Asa Thomas, that's the tainest, that's the fast. And in order to fast, we have to know what to do, right? We have to know uh, how to keep the halachas. Like, for example, the famous Maissa, they say from the Eiligar Biskarov, that a Yid came to the Biskarov and he asked him a shaila about fasting. And uh, he was a choyle, whatever, he was sick. And the Biskarov told him, absolutely not, you're a choyle. A choyle doesn't fast. You can't fast. Okay, came to Minchav that day. He wanted an aliyah. And they said, no, you can't have an Aliyah, because only someone that is fasting can actually have an Aliyah on a fast day. So he said, no, no, it's okay, I I didn't eat yet. So the Berskot said, no, I'm sorry, that's not called fasting, that's called not eating. So many times, when it comes to a fast day, people have no idea what's going on. And like the Mishnah Brewer says himself, the Chobetz Chaim writes, that people often grab hold of the Toffel, and they leave the Icah. The toffel being the fasting and the Ika being the chuva and the Maisim tovim. Says the Rambam, what is the whole side of the fast? The whole side of any fast for that matter. Not only this fast coming up now on Thursday. But any fast, the side of a fast is to springboard a person to do chuva. That's what it is. It's trying to get ourselves to ma'ora, to reawaken within ourselves what happened. Hopefully look within ourselves where we're holding in, in life. And then hopefully do chuva as well. So that's the uh, the idea, says the Rambam, of all of the fasts, in fact. And specifically this one, because obviously this one we know is an union of churban Beis HaMegdosh, obviously leading to the three weeks, which leads us on to Tisha Bav, And we'll discuss that Be'ez HaShem tomorrow. We'll be going through many of the halachas that are on a gear during the three weeks, Be'ez HaShem, that will be tomorrow. But look upon him. The idea is to understand what's going on. If you look at the Shulchanorach in Simatovkov Memtes, the Shulchanorach means Hakol Chayovim, everyone's Chayov to fast, because of all of the things that happened, right? There were four Ikha fasts, apart from Tishabov, obviously, and Tainasesta, is you've got Tishabov, uh You've got Tishbab, you've got this one, you Batamas, and Bateves, those are the four fasts, and therefore it's important all of K'lali so we on ourselves this fast, and it's an important fast. It's not a joke, it's a real fast, it's a real thing, and therefore we should take it seriously. And like the Mishabura says he spells out the tone of the day, right? The Roshnah of the Mishaburah is, again, Tovkov Memtesi, look it up, go through the Mishaburah a little bit. He says, it's to be, to remember the Tzorist that our ancestors went through and help ourselves do better. Chayiv kol a person is obligated to look at his ma'asim, to look at where he's holding in this world. What are we doing to do tshuva? To say, "Rabbi Nishalaylam, Hashemenu, Avinu L'soira Secha." We want to come back to your Torah, to your mitzvahs, to you, the Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's what we want. And as the Mishnah points out, it's not the icker to fast. The Icah is the Chana for Tshuva. And the Raya that he brings is from Anchei Ninveh, Vayar Hashem, tells us the Novi, Es sehem their deeds. Says Chazal, it doesn't say they're fasting. It says Sehem, their deeds. And that tells us the echo of the Tainas is the Chana for Tshuva. is the deeds that we actually accomplish on the fast. Like giving stock up. The G'mon of Bruchel says, what a Kvalde G'shar of the fast is giving stock up and therefore it's an important thing for a person to remember. So Chomer is this fast, says the Ritfar, which to be Elohim, brings Elohim to that a Chosen on the Yom Chupasai, has to fast generally we're not going to make a chasna anyway cuz it's the beginning of the 3 weeks but theoretically that's how chomer it is over here and that's how important it is that a person does it the lotion of the al HaShulchan, in and in tovkuf says that if a person I'm going to say an asina rabam on in the tiniest people are to make eh not a big deal nowadays it's much weaker generation we're going to go off the derech we can't cope you know lots of different reasons that people give not to fast says the these people are going to have to answer up for what they did don't be Polish from the Tzibur because it's a very chomer thing so let's go through some of the actual Halachas right because after all as we always say it's all very nice to talk about the Inyan in which we will talk about but we do have to mention the Halachas that are on a Gea so number one common mistake that people make that Mr Sikot and Gimel brings is Tavkov Memdes what happens if a person ate by mistake during the fast day Stop, he woke up in the morning, he forgot about the fast day, there he goes, he starts eating his cereal. So the halacha is that obviously he stops right away, right, he doesn't have to fast a different day, and when he davens mincha, if he, dabans, if he ate more than a kezayas, then he wouldn't make an anenu, but he should absolutely continue fasting, as the losho of the mishabura is, Misha, shum, shum. It's a Gemara and yuma, that if a person ate garlic, should he continue to eat more garlic, your breath stinks, Okay, I might as well eat some more. Like, for example, imagine if a person is within six hours of eating meat, and he by mistake had a piece of chocolate. Should he continue eating chocolate? Absolutely not. In the middle of six hours, you absolutely stop at that moment, and that's the same thing when it comes to eating as well on a tiny Now, you have to remember the Kafah Chaim brings down that it's very important for a person to work on his anger during the fast day. Why that is so, it's al but the kapachayim says it's a yoimashim sugal. It's a certain sugal, schooler for a person to work on his caste, to work on his anger, and we mentioned before the Gemara on the base, that the igud tanisa, the, 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 the the reward of a fast day, is actually the tztokka that you give. In fact, the Mr. Brua of Samach brings down that a person should give the amount of tztokka that of that he normally eats on that day. In fact, Rosh said a person shouldn't take a brisk walk or maybe do exercising that will cause him to be parched and then come onto a hetter and come in to drink, and therefore it's not a good idea. The Rosh, we'll both remember, Thursday, coming up, the Rosh says that a tainis is a skula for tefillah. So it's a school to doven. I mean, every day is a wonderful day of dovening. But specifically, a tainus is a tremendous opportunity to doven. Okay, so, moving on. The Gemara tells us in Rosh Hashanah dafyut the Gemara says that originally the fasting was done according to the matzer of Kalal Yisrael. Meaning, according to the situation of Kal Yisrael, that's who accepted upon them the Tainis. However, the Taz in Sima Tof Kufnun says that now, Rotsu, Venogu, all of Klal Yisrael will makabal the Tainis, but Osalifrit, Sgeder, it's, you're not allowed to come along and say, well, I wasn't makabal it. It's too late, it's already a Kabbalah upon Klal Yisrael, and as I pass in the Shulchanor and Tof Nun, that everyone has a Chiyah for both men and women to hive too fast. The Bialocha brings what about a child? So under the age of bar or bas mitzvah, they are not chayev to fast whatsoever. The mishnah brings a chayy adam that says a child that knows how to mourn. Now, by the way, mourning over here means he knows how to mourn the base hamikdash. He understands what it means Chorben base hamikdash. We had a base Mikdosh and we no longer have the base Mikdosh, And Shivas of Thomas when they breached the wall and the and the luchais and all of those sorts of things. That's quite an old age of a child, by the way. That's not a three-year-old child. But if you have a child of, let's say, 9, 10, 11, that knows that, there's an Indian... Again, Mishnah Bubin Zechai Odom, an Indian to fast even a few hours, and it's Roy to Machanachim to only eat that which he needs to eat. I wouldn't suggest doing this, and the meaning generally is we don't machanach children to fast for a few hours, uh, except maybe Yom Kippur, or whatever, or maybe even Tisha but definitely not Shivassa unless the child really wants to, there's no reason to stop him, but definitely the first three, many people have a meaning, the first three before, the last three before their bar or bar mitzvah is definitely such a meaning that people have. But the union of not giving nash, and not giving extra candies, and extra ice cream, and extra treats, is definitely something, which I think is very, very important to remember, that we try not to do in that case. And Rabbi Shreem Zalman backs what I've said up before, he says nowadays, the minig is basically to give them um, what they need, but he says, the mice, so you can be more makeable, especially for younger kids, give them whatever they need, especially if they're going to keep quiet, they're going to allow their parents to doven, to say to hilim him, to rest, to be able to fast, then you're able to give your kids whatever you want. Now, when it comes to a choyle, a sick person, so, a cholish she'en boy sakona, the Geder generally is a choyle that is sick enough to go lie in bed. If you're a choyle like that, someone has a migraine, someone has the flu, someone has strep, someone has, you know, he's in a, he's not in a, a life, you know, threatening situation, but he's a choyle boy sakona, such a choyle would be allowed to take medication on Shabbos. He does not have to fast, not only does he not have to fast, the says it's actually osa for him to fast. So obviously everyone has to contact the local Orthodox rabbi. If somebody has a mechosh ba'alman, he's of the shylies that come in all day. During the fast day, Rabbi, my, my throat hurts me. Beautiful! That's gewaldic! Like, huh? What do you mean? Like, well, that's a fast day. You're meant to feel it. The whole point of a fast day is not that you sleep the entire day, wake up ten minutes before Marv and say, what a great fast! No, 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 no. The idea is that you feel the fast. And yes, your throat may hurt you. And yes, you may have a little bit of a headache. No, no! You have to go running to your local orthodox, Rabbi, 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 I need a header. However, however, a Kovei a Kovei name sometimes quite a bad migraine but sar Harbe even though the Yorcha Shulchan is Machmeh, the of the Chavetz Chaim is Mekel in that case. But in a regular situation, a healthy person, of course, should fast. Um, if there are any pregnant and uh, feeding women out there, so ask a local Orthodox rabbi what you should or should not do. It may depend on who you ask. It may depend on the climate where you live. It may depend on how far you are. All sorts of different Shailas. I don't want to pass on that on a very, very public level. Let's move on. Medication. A lot of people ask this question. Are you allowed to take medication on a fast day? Right? Maybe it's a headache pill. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, maybe it's something, maybe taking a supplement for, you know, for vitamins and all sorts of things, right? So the general halacha is any medication that's bitter for sure, you're allowed to take in the regular way without any problem, without liquid. If you cannot sl- swallow it without liquid, then you are allowed to take a small amount of water just to be able to swallow down the pill. It's not considered that you broke your fast, and therefore you could say anenu and shmone esra without any problem whatsoever. Moving on, Rabbi side. When does the fast begin? So the uh, again, this is a Gemara Tanya sheet based on alaf olive. You see, you just did this recently. You remember this? the cotton Olive brings. brings, it starts at alois. Alois is either somewhat between seventy-two and ninety minutes before Nate's even though the Morgon of Rambin I that it starts already at Chatzois from the night before the Maisa is not brought anywhere the, Halacha, the Mesa, and therefore it starts from Alois Where, when is Alois? So just to give you an example I mean I've got a calendar over here Yerushalayim see. it's not going to help you in and in South Africa and in England and in America for sure not, but over here for example on Thursday, Alois I mean there's two Zmanim always, but I'm not going to get involved in that, 352 and 415 Right? 3.52 and 4.15. So, Pashtas, you could be more mekel, with 4.15. So, that means it starts at, let's say, for argument's sake, it starts at 4.15. So, that means if you're up, you can continue eating till then. Anyway, half an hour before Alois, maybe it's better not to eat anyway, because of Shachris. But, the halacha is, says the Shulchan that once you sleep, you sleep a Kavur sleep so now, the fast is hal on you, whether you like it or not. So, if you wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you're like, hey, This is great. I've got another half an hour to eat. No, no, no. You just slept. And therefore, if you slept, you cannot eat because you automatically have been becoubled on yourself the tiniest when you went to sleep the night before. Unless you make it tonight. If you make it tonight, then you're okay. What's a tonight? A tonight means a condition that means... And this is, guys, we should all do this. We should all do this. I mean, those of you that are planning to wake up, for sure. And if you're not planning on waking up, and by mistake you do, this is a great answer okay, irony, listen carefully, Wednesday night, Wednesday night, before you go to sleep, right, after you said, and after you made a chesh and nefesh, and you've done chuva, and, and, and you've done all the things that you meant to do before going to sleep, you then say to yourself, okay, if I wake up the morning before Alois, I want to eat, and this way when you wake up the next morning, you can eat before Alois, obviously there's no problem, so if you make it tonight, then you're okay. Many hold you can think it, you don't even have to say it. If you don't make this tonight, then you cannot eat if you wake up. What about drinking? So the Ramosh, the Shvadim don't really go with this, but according to Ashkenazim, uh, drinking is always muta, as, if, before Eloise, before the fast starts, even if you didn't make it tonight. Why? Says the Ramon, because stomp, uh, people just drink during the night. People just drink. And therefore, if they drink during the night, it's a normal thing to do. It's ki'ilu, they made it tonight. as deit in ma. So, yes, It's better for a person to make it tonight, right? Unless he's always drinking, he's constantly got a a huge bottle next to his bed, and by the time he wakes up in the morning, it's gone. So if he's one of those guys, he doesn't need to make it tonight, because it's basically like he made it tonight. Well, if he's a guy that every so often does, every so often doesn't, then it's better for him to make it tonight. If he did not, then he can drink, but he cannot eat in that case. Okay? Now by the way, if you go back to sleep after Alois, which is not gonna really work if you had eighteen coffees in the morning, but if you do manage, so that you have to make sure you make yourself a shoimer for Shahus, because if you're going to sleep after Alois, we had this by Shavuos, so if you remember, you've got to be very careful in that case. Okay, let's move on. Uh, touching food, interesting shy that Prima Goddamish of Toffrey should base Nokosum Kippsy Goton Ches brings was also a marasham and chuvism with Topkuf Mem Tes in Shokanor Kafakim Toffrey should base him kippas have gotten involved. Says that according to many, you should not touch food on a fast day. Shaloilitz. Shaloilitz means for no purpose whatsoever. If you're buying it you're preparing it for your little sister to eat, you're feeding your baby sister, or you're preparing it for Mozart Tainis. then of course there's a Tzairach, and that's going to be Mutter. What about smelling it? So the Magen and Toph Kuf Nun says that you're not allowed... Actually, he brings. You could be mekel. He could be. You could be mekel. You're allowed to smell food on a tainis because we're not so worried. Remember, it's only a rabbanon over here. I mean, you kippah may be a different din, Pesach is a different shayla. The kappichomitz, even though the elaf lamata brings to be machme, the maesa to smell food, there is no problem whatsoever. I don't want to get involved in smoking because I'm looking around over here. Hmm. I'm not gonna go around. Everyone has a personal shadow about smoking you should ask a local Orthodox rabbi if you're allowed to smoke. It's not so poshut, some say yes, yeah, some say no. We I don't want to go into that right now. Obviously chewing gum is asa, that's a poshut posh admoid. Haircuts! Now the truth of the matter is, there's not much to discuss because uh, Shiva Asa Thomas begins the three weeks, and our Ashkenazim hold that you're not allowed to have a haircut from that from then until after Tishah According to Svadim, until Shvuah Shachalba, you're allowed, but theoretically Meikadin you are allowed to have a haircut on a tiny, but it's definitely not the right thing to do. A lot of people ask, and I remember the Shali brought down from Rav Yashiv: Are you allowed to have a wash? You know, people find, you know, a fast day difficult, so they like to do things that are, like, less strenuous, or things they don't have time, they do time, so you do a wash on that day, for example, you are allowed to do a wash on a tinus. Showering. Okay, you're allowed to have a shower on a fast day. So the Beis Yosef brings in Tovkuf Nun, six Beis, a Gemoran Rosh Hashanah, that says that the Rishonim held that Be'etim the Gzeirah of the Tinus was like Tishabov. Just like Tisha B'av, it begins the night before, so to all of the other Tanesim, it also begins the night before. However, says the Basos of since Kalal Yisrael, were only the Kabul the Tainis on the day, the Ainu from Alois until Nacht, therefore all of the Gzeiros were similar to that. So according to that, Rechitza is Muta, and as I pass in the Rav and Tainis with Gimel that you're allowed to have a shower on a Vasei v'chein haminik minik Shulchanog, tofku Nun brings down, except for Tishbab. Obviously, Tishbab is also because you're not allowed to even dip your finger in water on Tishbab, which we will get to. But as Hashem, right? It's one of the things, the things that you're not allowed to do, like wearing shoes and eating. Um, however, I must tell you, the minik according to the Ashkenazim, and this is already put down in the Bachan the your the tells, "Kineh mekorechayim pimegodim be'ahete levushes shod or chashulchan." And the mishabur in Shatzin and the kafachayim is to be machmeh and we don't have a hot shower on a fast day. Cold, mutter. Hot, not allowed, according to Ashkenazim. Even though it's interesting, because I just quoted to you a i chaim. But upon him. Uh, the Kafachaim is machme, but many many spadim hold to be makel. Now, music. Again, not such an ager shayla, because Shavuos HaBotamas begins the three weeks. Now, we will be discussing music. We will also be discussing music during Corona. Does it change? We'll discuss that. But a stamina, in a regular fast the Ketush Shulchanach and Simukov Kufchov Beis Sib Aleph says that it's not the right thing for a person to listen to music on a fast day that's got a Shaykh to Chorben Beis Hamigdash. Remember, we're not meant to be listening to music every day of the year because of Chorben Beis Hamigdash. Especially not a fast day that represents Chorben Beis Hamigdash. Okay? Swallowing saliva. Mr. Brewer, Tovkov Stomak Zain Sikotton brings down that it's muta to wash out your mouth for mokam That means what would be the case you wake up in the morning of a fast day, I must brush my teeth. I've got to wash out my mouth, I can't speak to anyone, I've got to speak to my chavusa, I've got to speak to my wife, my mum, I've got to speak to my son, my sister, you know, come on, I've got to wash out my mouth, there's no way I'm going to, so if a person is a lot of tsar, by not washing out his mouth, he will be allowed to wash out his mouth, the Mishiburah does say to bend over, to make sure that you don't swallow any of the uh, liquid or the toothpaste or whatever it may be, that it's mutter for a person to brush his teeth and obviously swallowing saliva in a normal way is going to be mutter there's no problem whatsoever many reasons why but I'm not going to go into this at this moment of time and therefore it's absolutely allowed for a person to use mouthwash or brush his teeth again only if he needs to you don't need to then you know if you're sleeping a whole day and you only wake up 20 minutes before the end of the fast I don't think you need to or if you'll be sitting in your dining room table learning a whole day you know I also don't think you need to but if a person is going to be speaking and he's not going to be able to do so so then there's definitely more of a to do that over there, to make sure that uh, to do, um to, yeah, then he'll be able to do that. Okay. Now, moving on, a couple of other things. Okay, it's not so negea. Um Moshe says you can be making and drink and drink wine and eat meat the night before a tainis. then erev Shiva asa even though in a meiser again. Once Shiva asa shkia comes in, nacht comes in, as we'll discuss tomorrow. You're anyway not allowed to have meat and drink wine. So that's again. Let me end Rabbi's side the halachos with with one last kavald gamaiser, kavald I've told you. One before, but I, it's, uh, some stories you know stick in your head, you've got to say them every year, they're just great stories. This is one of them, you know. There were two guys from England. Uh, on a flight. Now that's a whole shiner, by the way, when you fly. I remember dealing with this. I remember dealing with this a bunch of times. guy People are flying, whatever, on the fast day. Do they have to keep according to the place where they came from? Do they have to keep according to the place that they're going to in the middle of the air? So then the truth is nowadays you have an, a website called com, which is an incredible, incredible website. And it has over there my flight as well. I used it many, many times. I remember the first few times when I went to America for the yeshiva. I was baffled with how I'm meant to doven Mariv and Shachris and Milcha on the same flight within a few hours, because that's what you have to do. You can doven like Mariv and like an hour later doven shahwis It's very unusual, right? But uh, now that you put in your flight destination and you put in your flight number and it tells you exactly what time you took off and what time you can say, Krishma, it's incredible, it's amazing. So I'm sure nowadays, I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure they have a way of figuring out where you are and when you could break your So I'm not going to go into that. There are two guys from England who were... Uh, uh, they were fasting. One guy says to the other guy, he "says We'll call it Ruveen. Ruveen. I, I, I can't do this anymore." He's like, "What's the matter? No, I, I've got to break my fast. I can't. Uh, I'm so I'm, I'm very, you know, you on, on flight and get very dehydrated. But I, I need to break my fast." He says, "You can't just break your fast. You need to ask a rabbi." He says, "Fine, I'm going to look for a bearded fellow. We're going to look for a rabbi." And he goes up and down the aisle. He comes back to his friend. His friend says, no, what happened? What'd you find?" He says, "Yeah, there's a rabbi on the flight. Oh, great! What did he tell you?" I don't know. He's sleeping. Oh, okay. So he sits back down. Half an hour, to, he says, Ruben, I, I just I, I can't go ask the rabbi." So he gets up, he goes back to the rabbi, incredible, and he comes back and he says, "No, what did he say?" Well, the rabbi said uh, nothing because he's still sleeping. Oh, okay. So he comes back another half an hour. He says, "Ruvin, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to break my voice. I said, just go check. You never know. Maybe he's up right now." He comes back. He said, "That's it. I can eat." He said, really? What did he tell you? He said, I don't know. He's eating. But upon him when it comes to a fast, we have to remember, Abhosei, apart from the fasting, the not eating Shabbai, which of course is very important, we have to remember like the Chofetz Chaim tells us. It's not just the eating. It's the understanding. Shiva Hamas is a day that Klali's stroll really suffered. And suffered day and day and day until it gets worse and worse and intensifies and intensifies until the climax when it gets to Tisha itself where we're going to sit ourselves on the floor and we're going to cry say, perhaps, this Shiva Asa if we feel a bit of the fast, we understand why we're fasting. Maybe the Reboi will say, look at my lovely children, look at my beautiful kinderloch. They just want me back. They want me back in their home. They want the Shechina back in Yerushalayim. They want to come back to me. If that's the case, maybe, 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 the Reboi will say, Hashem, Nishalom, please, if you're listening, which you are, say main that the Rebunsham will want to bring the Bayesh Shlishi, the third base Migdosh, the Geulah Lema, and Be'ez Hashem, we won't even need a Shabbat this year, Be'ez Hashem. And Kol Shekain, we won't need a Tisha B'ez Hashem, Yisbo.